This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. So, James, it's May the 4th, which has turned into an international Star Wars celebration day. See what they did there, May the 4th. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you also, James, has a pretty undeniable link to a very long-standing Christian statement, may the Lord be with you. So, James, my question to you is, does that mean that the spirituality and the religions in Star Wars somehow have some strong link with Christianity? Yeah, it's a really interesting one because there's no doubt that religion and mysticism is a central part of Star Wars. But when you look at what George Lucas was doing when he originally created the story, he was definitely drawing on more Eastern sources of mysticism like Buddhism and Zen and Taoism and all that sort of stuff. You can go back and find quotes where he talks about trying to do a version of that and same thing with some of the directors of the early films and everything. So that's kind of the philosophy behind the force. But at the same time, when it comes to things like going from evil to good and there's more sort of redemptive elements of the story, that's when you start to see some really interesting Christian stuff start to develop. So you don't think that across the whole breadth of the Star Wars films, TV shows and all the other spin-offs, that the Force, which is such a central character, for want of a better word, you don't think the Force is somehow modelled on the Holy Spirit? No, it, it wasn't modelled that way originally. And when you really sort of dive into it, like get nerdy about it, it's more sort of a panentheistic idea of everything sharing the same life force and everything being linked together. And there's not that sort of creature uh, create uh, and created distinction that we see in Christian theology. Uh, and so it's much more of this idea of this overwhelming life force, like a chi or something like that in Taoism that people can tap into. And so you can definitely make you know, comparisons with the Spirit and the Holy Spirit, but that's not sort of what it was based on originally. Loads of people have tried, though, James, haven't they, to directly compare Star Wars with Christianity. Do you reckon any of those comparisons actually hold water? I think when we get closer to looking at the redemptive arc for certain characters, that that's when it really starts to shine through. So like when you think about Darth Vader... Uh, when he was born, Anakin Skywalker, he is, uh, you know, the product of a virgin birth sort of scenario. And he is definitely uh, one, a prophetic figure that's meant to restore balance to the force. And then he, he turns to the dark side and there's all sorts of sacrifices to try and bring him back along the way. And actually, when you look at the Star Wars saga, like overall, there are so many people making a sacrifice of their own life to try and save other people. So I've actually got a list here. I don't know if you want to hear it. Just like really quick, like how many people sacrifice themselves to try and save somebody else? Before you get onto that list, I'm just thinking through what you just said then about Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, and I hadn't stopped to think for a while about how there, were, how there are echoes of Jesus in there. I think that's what you're getting at, but they're, yeah. also, but they're also not Jesus either. That's right. So in Christian theology, Jesus is a sinless figure who is sent from heaven. He's the one who lives the perfect life, and it's through his death and resurrection because he's sinless that he can pay the price uh, of sin for the whole world. Darth Vader is not that. He is, yes, the, the chosen one, but he fails in his mission to live the righteous life. And so you can see the parallels, but also some big differences. And so some of these other redemption figures in Star Wars? 
So, get this. So, we've got Darth Vader, uh, who sacrifices himself to save Luke. We've got Obi-Wan, who sacrifices himself to save Luke. In The Last Jedi, Jedi, Finn tries to sacrifice himself to save the Rebellion. Luke does sacrifice himself to save the Rebellion. Rey sacrifices herself to try and save Kylo. And then Kylo sacrifices his life to try and save Rey. Like, just again and again, they can't get away from this idea that somebody has to sacrifice their life in order to save others. So if I'm understanding you correctly, James, from that very quick assessment of Star Wars, there's a lot of self-sacrifice happening in the whole Star Wars canon. So on May the 4th, as we think about May the 4th be with us, is that the note that followers of Jesus can really resound with? This huge note, this undeniable note of self-sacrifice in the Star Wars universe? I think so. I think it's a great example of how, even though there's lots of different versions of spirituality out there, uh, and people have all sorts of different spiritual beliefs. When it comes to that idea of we need redemption and we need rescuing, uh, and if we're going to have somebody go from being an evil figure to a good figure, it's through selfless sacrifice that that takes place. And that just points us back to the big story of what Jesus has done to save the whole world and all who believe in him. And that, you know, when somebody wishes you, you know, may the fourth be with you, you can say, and also with you, uh, but maybe see that as an opportunity to point them back towards Jesus and all he's done for us. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.